Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, softball players everywhere, you are tuned in to Off the Bench. And if you don't know by now, I'm Flip. I'm G. Rippy. And this episode is titled King Seat. It's going to be a fun one, but before we get into the fun, um, we want to shine light on an incident that occurred at the uh, tournament this past weekend. A uh, team from New Jersey, as they were playing their games, um, their condo was actually burglarized, uh, and a lot of stuff got stolen from uh, laptops to AirPods to headphone suitcases. Um, Yep. So... uh, with with that, yeah, yeah. So they made a uh, yeah. This is the team that actually won the championship. Um, the uh, team has set up a GoFundMe. Um, they got a twelve thousand six hundred dollar goal. They've raised six hundred twenty five so far. If you guys are able to help these guys out, please go on there and help them out. Yes, these are exactly. They're we're we're all one at the end of the day. We're all in the same sport. We all play the same game. Uh. These guys need help, and who better to help them than fellow softball people? The link will be in the description of the stream, so if you get a minute, please click it. If you can't, donate yourself, but you want to help out, please share it. Uh, any help is good, and they will greatly appreciate it, I promise you. Uh, you know, our thoughts are with you guys, man. We hope you guys get it figured out, um, and hopefully, you know what I mean, you guys can get this goal and get your stuff back. Uh that congratulations on the world's win, but I know uh, you didn't want to celebrate the way you celebrated. Right. Yeah, that's that sucks, man. Um, you know, right? I'm I'm just happy that we're in a position to somewhat try to help out as much as we can. If, if we get viewers, we can help sh- spread the word, share it, get it out there to where other people are sharing. Hopefully, you know what I mean. The softball community comes together on it because that would be awesome if we can help them out in any way. Um, so for those of you who, uh, don't know about our special guest tonight, um, this is, this one's going to be fun for us. Uh, if you're not from Michigan, um, basically this last year of softball has been rough for us, right? We haven't had, uh, the easiest of situations when it comes to playing our tournaments, uh, the sanctions have kind of been back and forth on, you know, who's running what on what weekend, you know, forces teams to pick and choose on where they want to play. Um, just, just a lot of commotion involved when all we're trying to do is play softball, right? So last year, or this was Tony D's last year. He's been our director for U-Trip and then he was a director for One Nation and now he's retired. So they brought in a guy who I think everyone in the state of Michigan, and, and I know at least the two guys on this stream with me right now, would agree would have to be the yeah. best person to fill this position. So without further... I call him the uh, guy. Yeah, I call him the guy. The guy. So without, without further ado, let us introduce to you our boy, Jimmy Z. How you doing, Jimmy? Round of applause for Jimmy Z one time. You know what I'm saying? But Jimmy... Thanks for joining us, Jimmy. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. It's good, man. So, Jimmy, we've we've kind of talked for a little bit before this. Um, we're all on, you know what I mean, the same team here now. Uh, you know we got some questions to ask you. I know people watching probably got questions to ask you. Um, 
you know, so so how does it feel to be named the state director here in Michigan? For one nation. Yeah, for one nation. Uh, oh, it, 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 it's great. I mean, first of all, I'd like to thank Cliff again uh, for putting me in this position. Uh, many people have reached out. Um, and, you know, there's I've had a lot of support. You know, a lot of people are, are looking forward to to this, and I'd, I'm happy happy to be here for to try to do it for everybody. Yeah, we're we're definitely happy to have you. <laughs> yes. So, uh, what from your playing and your umping days do you think helped you prepare to take this job? From basically from playing from playing you you know what you you want to expect when you go to a tournament i mean you're you're looking for you know to be i i mean not to put put it out there like to be catered to but you want to feel that you're you're the customer and you want to get what you you deserve and what you what you're looking for uh from umpiring you hear you know what players want i mean i went from basically playing to playing and umpiring to umpiring. So I've heard it from, from everybody, you know, when we're playing what we would like, you know, when I'm playing and umping, you know, Hey, you hear it from both sides and then umping, you know, from all different levels, you're, you're getting it from, Hey, I wish there was more tournaments at the women's level, the C level. And, you know, I, I understand you guys the past couple of years have taken a beating. There hasn't been, it hasn't been there for you, but, I guarantee it's going to be there for you this year. Okay. okay so. That's awesome. We, we appreciate that. I, I do have a, I mean, to add in on that, a little bit of a question. I mean, is this something, I mean, as you're saying, you know, you transition from being a player to the umpire, you know, now, you know, transition from umpire to state director. Is this something you've always kind of thought could be a possibility you would like to do? Or is, was this something like that's kind of just developed on its own? I, I would at the last couple of years at Liberty Park, yeah, there was a lot of talk about Tony leaving. You know, and, and back then it even was being as put in the position of pretty much the one of the head umpires in it that were there. You know, it, it, there was always that thought. Um, I've always thought of another person that was in position at New Trip. You know, I, I'll say it that. You know, I, I think Billy was going to do a great job at you know, at that position, uh, it was going to, I thought it would have been him, you know, and I would, I would have helped him out. But for me, you know, I, I thought about it for a while and there's been multiple times where a state director position is open first time with one nation before Tony took it. Um, there's a lot of people that mess message me, Hey, there's an opening. Why don't you go try for this? I think you'd do a great job. And then, you know, there's, there was the PSL, you know, they, they reached out and then you trip, they, they opened up. People had messaged me again. I, there's, there just wasn't a fit for me. It, it was tough to think about taking those positions because trying to battle against somebody that was in this state for a long time, it was going to be hard. But then, you know, in the middle of the year last year, you know, it, it just opened up and there was a, a kind of just made sense. Yeah, yeah. correct. So, before we uh before we continue, Jimmy, I know uh you actually won a prize from us the other day, uh, and it was your choice of any Prime Threads buy-in, um, and you've been so kind enough to say, you know what, I'm coming on the show, why don't I just do the giveaway this week? So, 
Jimmy Z has offered up his prize this week. Another round of applause for Jimmy Z there. So if you are watching this currently, if you've watched it off a shared stream or anything like that, make sure you go to our page and like the actual stream. That is how you enter the giveaway. Like the stream, you will be automatically entered, and at the end of the show, we will do a free giveaway of your choice of any Prime Threads buy-in that we've done. So I'm going to drop bombs on that one time. Yeah. That's dope. I love giving away, man. We're almost to 100 viewers. If you haven't already, shared it as well. Um, so, Jimmy, what, what do you think is you know the most needed change or upgrade for Michigan softball? This is, this is the thing that I believe it needs to change the most. And I even said this when I used to play. Um, as a player, as a team, you need to worry about your team, not the other team in the, in the other dugout, not somebody else on another field. And, you know, in, in the overall end of it, it is the goal of your state winning a world championship. And, you know, if you're, if you're sitting there, complaining about the team in the other dugout or somebody else that already won the winner's bracket, you know, you're, you're doing the wrong thing because it's, it's, it's a tournament in your state. Uh, at the end of the day, it, everybody says Michigan against everybody. It, basically, you're going Michigan against Michigan if you're complaining about a player or two that somebody else has. I agree. So can we expect anything new this year or maybe in the coming years? Yeah, there's, yes. So... This past Sunday, you know, Cliff and I, Cliff and I sat down with a, with a gentleman from the west side of the state. His name's Mike Phillips, and we named him a tournament director. Um, wow. On the west side of the state now, cold, I, I believe he told me it's a cold water um, complex. Nice. There's, there's some fields there. Um, yeah. He runs festival tournaments there. Uh, and there he's, he's going to come in and... Uh, we're going to work on a schedule for him that fits. Um, and we're going to see, I, I'm not sure how many tournaments uh, he's going to talk to the, the fields there. And there's, there's going to be tournaments on the west side of the state. So that's the first announcement we've heard. So let me drop bombs one time for Mike Phillips on the west side of Michigan. Congratulations on the position. Um, so obviously, you know, last year, well, this past year, how much of a struggle it was uh, with the whole, you know, kind of U-Trip versus One Nation debacle, um, especially here in Michigan, you know, at picking tournaments and stuff like that. Um, from our understanding is is that should be able to change this year. So how does working with the U-Trip director help us out? I, I wouldn't say working with the U-Trip director. Okay. So as I, as I put it... it and, and at the end, I'm I'm one nation. I'm putting a schedule out there that fits me and my customers. Um, but it, it, with that, how in years past you were you didn't have enough openings for teams to play. So say there were 30 e teams that played one nation. Only 12 people can get in a tournament, and there was a waiting list. Well, this this coming year, there's not going to be a waiting list. If, if you look at my schedule on, on the, the Michigan One Nation website, you have an e, e this weekend, and then you have a D the following weekend, and it rotates, and I have the mix of women's and men or C in there. Um, with that schedule put out, because me listening to players last year as an umpire, 
I determined that for their best interest, where they said they were stuck, they, they weren't allowed to play in certain tournaments to make them qualify different ways. I opened it up for everyone to have more fun. And with that, U-Trip should have a better a better turnout, hopefully, and, and you know, our, our customers are going to be more they freeze each other more to have more weekends open, I feel like. If you're right, if you're in somewhat of a collaboration, like you guys can kind of I, I think weekend wise, I working guess. working with you trip is not I don't think the proper way to say it. I think it'd be a yeah, it's like you're not like work, you're you're not working against them. If you're you're trying to I mean they'll I guess more work with the the idea behind making what's I'm best for your our customer. softball players. Right. Yeah, I, my customer, customer right. I wanna make them happy. I'm I'm by me, I'm th- I'm saying, hey, you're going to be able to to play in all of my events, which you only 12 teams or whatever were allowed to in years past. Right, right. Now I could have 20 something teams, you know, and they're all going to play, and you know, nobody shut out, and that that's how I looked at my schedule. To touch on a few things, the last couple of questions I have really quick for you. Um, congrats to uh, Mike Phillips, I believe you said his name was on that is, that the is job. his name, yes. Um, do you plan on bringing on more tournament directors um, and even possibly say someone to help run the women's program here in the state of Michigan? Is, is that a, a game plan or is that a possibly down the future kind of thing? So, so as of now, I do have someone that's helping me out with the women's program. They've reached out and they said, hey, could you use help? And Eric Rincon is going to help me with the women's tournaments and, you know, Hopefully, on his weekends, he has availability. He'll be there to help me. And we already set up a kind of a, a women's Facebook page where we communicate with, with their, their managers. To, we, we didn't want to you know, interfere with any of their schedules. So in, in years past, I, I've heard that you know, the directors don't work together. Well, I've reached out to NSA, which a lot of a lot of the women's uh, teams play here, and I said, "Hey, do you have your schedule?" They gave me their schedule for the year. I put out mine. It doesn't interfere with theirs at all. So, you you have women that could go play NSA. They could play ours and whatever other association they want. Okay, I gotta drop bombs for that one time, man. Because yeah. uh, that that's been another thing too that I kept getting hit with is uh. You know, helping out the women's program and making sure that, you know, we're viewed on the same level playing field as far as men's and women's. You know, we, we both get the same opportunities, and, and I agree. I think it's the best way to do it, and it's fair. Uh, shout out to Rincon. Give him some bombs, too, uh, on actually reaching yeah, out and stepping up. And up. Yeah, that, that's that's sweet, man. Um, Cause, I mean, honestly, if you I mean, from my standpoint, I mean, I don't know this to be 100% perfect, but it seems like there's been a lot more, if you're talking about just overall growth in Michigan softball, over the last, say, five, six years, women's softball is starting to really grow. And, yeah, I mean, where men's just kind of goes up and down, you know, on the year, it seems like the, the women's program is actually, you know, women's softball in general is just starting to get larger. Uh- in, in in the past year, I, I've umpired more women's tournaments than I, I have in 16 years that I've umpired. Um, and I can honestly say that I was very impressed having 
watch them them play and the way they go through through playing the game. You know, it they they go out there and compete. They honestly don't complain about the other team. You know, there's there's there is talk amongst teams just like the the men do. You know, they they have a little bit of chirping going along, but it, they just play and they they move on. Oh, it's I mean the, the growth of the sport I think is it has to come somewhat natural with how popular you know fast pitches for the youth of you know girls yeah. and then you know talking about high school college so on and so forth i mean even the women's college world series like is crazy i mean on espn and so on and so forth so the, i think it's got to be like a natural thing to grow in the future with women you know having some place or something to do it, yeah. i mean i just think it's natural myself i just i just want to throw out there just we talked about a little bit of you trip I, I really wish Billy the best of luck in in whatever he whatever he does. I you know them losing him uh, is a, a really big hit. I agree. So now I, agree. I do I do I do have a little information for you guys on on the U trip side. Uh, Dave Word Dave Word will be will be staying with with U trip and he is going to have Alan Suchi run tournaments which Alan has reached out, um, asked me a couple questions, and he's looking at the schedule that I have, and they're going to move forward and hopefully putting a schedule together <laughs> that all of our players in the state of Michigan can be happy with, hopefully. Nice. So, you know, Suchi obviously has been a big supporter of us here with Off the Bench. Um, wish nothing but the best. Hey, and, and thank you for that information. I mean, yes, yeah. that is uh, that's some great, great. That is some great news, sir. And I agree. Uh, you know, best wishes to the Billy Gutches. I mean, I wish things would have worked out for him to, to continue on for years. Yeah. So with that, with that, let's uh, drop bombs from Mr. Word and Mr. Suchi. Again, at the end of the day, it's all about building Michigan softball entirely, not just. Again, association versus association. Again, we all understand it's business. We all understand, you know, you got to do what's best for one nation. They got to do what's best for you, Trip. But as long as you guys aren't making the players fight about what we're doing, man, that that's exactly. great. That is absolutely great. So before no, we, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna, uh, you know, with with you being on the show, we actually had someone reach out <clears throat> and want to uh, support you. So with that being said. I want to give a shout out to the Abby Moore Agency at the Farm Bureau Insurance. If you need insurance, she is a licensed multi-lined insurance agent. She can do home, auto, life, commercial business, specialty insurance, classic cars, weddings. You name it, she can do it. If you need insurance, call her at 586-496-4956. Round of applause for her real quick. We appreciate you supporting the show. And supporting our good friend Jimmy Z. Make sure you tell her on the bench sent you. Yeah, off the bench bench. sent you to get a quote and talk to her, man. That's we appreciate it greatly. So, Jimmy, rolling forward, you know, again, we're all players here, coaches, managers, and things like that. Uh, What was your favorite tournament of the year when you played that you look forward to? I I had I had three, and this this is a good question, but I, I had three and and. Being we used to have a great park, Liberty Park was a great park. But when when there they had a they had a tournament called Bat Wars, and 
they brought out their bats on Diamond Three, and you were able to to test them out. And you drew, they drew teams from New York and all around. And we used to play some very good talent, and I really enjoyed playing in that tournament. Then you had the last chance major. I think ever since I played softball, I played in that tournament. It, we get our ass beat, but we played in that tournament. And then uh, my last one is Worlds. I mean, there's no other better tournament to go to. And, you know, where today's player that is going to one place every year, they used to rotate. And we used to go to Texas. We went to Kansas. We went, you know, to, to Florida. I mean, you didn't just go to one place. And it was great. So, I mean, to, to go to Worlds was, it was really a good time. Okay, so... Pretty much the same question, but look at it from a different view. As an umpire, what was the best or your favorite that you would go to? Worlds, did, I'll tell you, Worlds is the best best tournament you can umpire. And then, you know, you, it would break down till, to Saturday night and Sunday. You know, Saturday night, fighting to get to Sunday, and then playing on Sundays. Again, you know, just those teams being there. It was the greatest, greatest time to umpire. Have you ever umped a championship Worlds clinching game uh, you, down in Florida? Down in Florida, I've never traveled there to umpire. Okay. I, I've traveled to Indiana. I've traveled to Ohio. And I've done multiple of the, the Northern Worlds at Liberty Park. Nice. <laughs> Comparing those those tournaments i mean i'm gonna separate because i don't think i mean we all play for one thing and that's the, i mean should be playing for one thing and that's to win a world championship so i'm gonna leave worlds out of this um man thinking about back at the, the last chance major and you know the home run derby on friday night and how i mean that was a spectacle i mean that was absolutely crazy you know yeah, there, there definitely definitely was a great thing to watch for the people that don't go down to Worlds. The major, you know, whenever we went down there, the major was going on. So you watch the major as your Worlds were going. So, I mean, if you, if you didn't go down to, to Florida and, and check out the major World Series, the next best thing that you had to them was the last chance major at Liberty Park. Right. I mean, for all the years and then, I mean, us losing Liberty Park here was such a, a – a blow to our softball community, in my opinion, you know, to see the growth over the last couple of years and that it's, yeah, I mean, slowly starting to come back with, you know, the, how the one nation growth, yeah, I mean, having two, two options and now, yeah, I mean, even U triple S a having a major back in Michigan this year. I mean, that's, it's going to be awesome. I don't think it's going to be the same as Liberty. I don't think you could ever no. replicate yeah, that. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, but at the same time, I mean, just, just to watch the growth in our community is awesome. So I I think, Grant, I mean, so did you ever ump a championship or, you know, loser bracket or, sem, you know, semifinal? What is the highest game you've ever umped at Worlds? At Worlds, I, I just did all the E-Worlds around. I, I would travel. But I did I did do the C-Worlds for, I think it was it one nation. I want to say it might have been GSL at the time down at Berliner. Um, I remember this. I, you were on some of my games in this tournament. Yeah, yes, I did, and then we had some discussions on the field <laughs> <laughs> uh, with never. about other umpires on that field. So never, I, I do, sir, I never. do remember. 
but I, I have I have done a few there. Uh, very very nice to to go down there and umpire. Okay, so I'm, I'm fortunate that I have a brother-in-law that lives 10 minutes from there. So traveling there to to umpire was always nice for me. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so with with one nation having the success with the large tournaments in Ohio, do you have any type of plan to kind of grow one here in Michigan, you know, like the Mojo and the Weekend or things like that? Um, are you trying to get one here to, you know, maybe have teams travel to Michigan and play in? This this has been brought up to me where there Furliner has a King of the Hill tournament and it is a pretty a pretty structured event and that's something that I would like to do here. And I was fortunate enough to to umpire up in Midland. I you know, I was brought up there to umpire and they have some pretty nice fields up there and if if I could set up something like that, if we could get together with all of our all of our divisions and then set something up and move forward with possibly other states getting involved because I believe I could the payouts I could give out are are pretty decent, you know, the prize packages. And you know that would be that would be something up there where you would start out in one bracket. If you if you lost, you went into your own division bracket and you played from there. It, it I've never played in it, but I've heard about it. Um, again, Eric Rincon brought this up to me in the past, and it's something that I I believe could take off here. I mean, you guys have the Moose Majors, which I've never been to. Um, oh man, you got to get to it. It's fun. Right. I well, I went I went I went to a golf trip last year and drove right by it, but you know. I didn't stop. <laughs> so you wouldn't have so, that, <laughs> so but it, it it's something that I, I would look forward to. Not having turf fields here and we're limited with our weather, uh, it makes it easier for, for other states to be able to do that, but it, it's it's tough here. I mean, back to the whole us not having liberty anymore. I remember a, a couple years ago I uh, I played up in New York at the Schiffhauer uh like memorial tournament rick schiffauer from smash and sports actually uh, Very great, great guy and uh you know while we were up there i stopped in at his shop and you know sat down and had a conversation and he was actually yeah i mean we we're talking about you know as you were saying about teams traveling from out of state you know for bat wars you know they used to come from new york pennsylvania so on and so forth you know and how much you know he loved coming here and playing, you know, and so on. So if we could find something to ever spark that and bring that back, I, I really do feel that, you know, especially in the, the Great Lakes kind of area, yeah, I mean, you would have an amazing turnout. I, I, I do agree. And if you if you found the right venue to have this at, um, definitely, definitely teams would come. So with... Couldn't agree. So with, with the schedule... Um, you know, we can go over, you know, kind of let's talk parks, the, you know, so maybe some of the tournament ideas. And as you already mentioned, some of the prizes, uh, just brought up the, uh, one nation schedule this year. Uh, what, what exactly is your plan this year? First, let me, let me give a shout out to Jonathan Golich. I'll drop bombs for Golich real quick. He, when, when it came to getting fields. And I don't think, and I think this is where a lot of people don't understand. When 
prior prior to me being named the state director here, I kind of I kind of had a already that I was going to get it, and I've already I already started reaching out to different cities. Um, people were already giving me uh, leads to find parks to play at, and I don't think people realize that when you reach out to these cities, they cannot give you a date. They tell you, we can get back to you in April. We can get back to you in May. We fill up our cities with our, our little league and, and everything else. So where people are saying, hey, we want to play here, or is there anywhere else to play? I tried. I mean, there's many people that have said, hey, let's try here. And I reached out and sent emails. And I do have some things mixed in there at different places, and they gave me what they could. But I tell you what, everything on there that you do have a Dearborn date, he came right out and said, what date do you want? You can have it. Johnny, Johnny's great people. And I I think, yeah, I mean, Dearborn is not the greatest venue. I think everyone will agree upon that. But, I I mean, I think the success over the last handful of years that Tony's had there is how centrally kind of located it is in Metro Detroit and getting teams from, you know, the whole, you know, tri-county, you know, five counties, whatever it is, of Metro Detroit, you know, to come there, it's, it's kind of more convenient than, you know, hosting something downriver or up in Novi or up over in Macomb or something. Right. With, with, with Dearborn, and I've, and I've umpired there for the past few years, I mean, you got lights. The fields are in decent shape. They, they have tried to put, put their effort into the batter's box. Um, they, they put down the turf. Every, everything's there. They got, they got people that are picking up trash. It, it, is, it is a park that they're, they're doing their job. Um, like I said, I, I, I've reached out. There's, there's other places on there that I have, like Slash, that I'm trying to do two other places. You know, Pollard Park said, hey, we'll get back to you at the end of March or April. And I said, hey, if, if I can do that, I can split that up. I can have a tournament here and a tournament there. You know, I'd, I'll I'll do do whatever to have have players happy. You know, they're just saying, hey, we we want different places to play. Well, I think I think other associations that tried that last year, and you had to travel a long way. You know, could I reach out to Midland? It, it's possible I do reach out to Midland this year just to have a tournament up there and and get everybody together. It's a drive, but I mean, it's a nice place to play. You know, how how far do you want to drive? to play in that nice place where, you know, majority of the play, teams that are play, playing are right here. Oh. And I think that but was... I did, oh, go ahead. I did open up, you know, like I said, I, there's people, I, when this all, when this all started, when I, when I was named, I've had West Side men and women both reach out and they asked me, hey, are you, are you going to have tournaments on the West Side of the state? They had the Art Van Complex. Well, I reached out to that Art Van Complex you can't get it until September. What do we do here in September? We're going to Worlds. I mean, you, you can't really set anything else. People are traveling to different associations. You're not going to get enough teams to go out there to play. And I, think- well, I, I, I do see something. I'm sorry, Flip. But uh, the fact that you're having, I mean, moving your states to Flat Rock, I mean, I live, you know, in the area. I mean, that, that park, that complex is absolutely beautiful. And I, I might be a little biased here, but... I'll I'll say I think Flat Rock's complex. I mean, yeah, it's only got three softball fields, but would stack up versus any 
that we have out here. So hats off to you for that. Yep, I used to I used to play I used to play ISA there back in the day, and you know I I know the fields are nice. Um, you know we had reached out to them. They had a couple a couple dates. It's possible they have one more. Um, they haven't gotten back to me yet, but you know it's it's all possible, um, and and we'll see. That park is absolutely beautiful. I, I may or may not use some run leagues there. So. <laughs> I think that was one of the things that they tried to do last year. Um, but obviously with the, the back and forth on the sanctions, it, it kind of backfired was explore different parks and use different parks. Um, one big thing, like you said, was teams wanted, you know, tournaments in, in this certain area. But then another sanction would have tournaments closer to home. So those nicer areas that we had or, you know, a little bit of a drive, nobody wanted to make because they could make the 20-minute drive for a tournament that was local. And, you know, I don't really know uh, specifically what those prizes were for each tournament. But uh, I, as I'm looking on here, you know, you see the Bash for Cash, you see the uh, Super Series and things like that. What kind of prizes, um, you know, last year, uh, I believe, like, all tournaments got, like, a shirt um, and you've always got like a world's bid or, you know, something small. Do you, do you plan on doing something bigger for prizes or changing up how the prizes are this year? I, I, actually, yes. I, I've, I've, I've reached out to, to a couple people to create um, player, player of the month pullovers or hoodies or something that would show that you were outstanding for that month. And they're, they're looking to create something for me. Uh, and then, you know, all tournaments, I think I'm going to go in the direction with the shirts. We'll, we'll figure, we'll figure that out. Prize packages. Um, I believe it will, you know, we're going to get into a little bit more money given away this year. Um, I, I think your, your world bid and, you know, me, me paying for your pay, paying for your bid. I think I can give away more than whatever that is, you know, to the to the top prize player. You could pay for your own worlds, but if I give you, you know, say, a thousand dollars, I'm just throwing a number out there. Um, I'm pretty sure you can put some stuff in the bank, and you're going to use that money better than me just paying whatever it costs for your world. Okay. Yeah. All sounds, right. I mean, that sounds, sounds great. Sounds I nice to me. <laughs> I got no complaints about it. I, I, I crunch numbers and, and, and what I, I'll tell everybody, I got a decent paying day job. You know, it's, I'm not, I'm not doing this for free. I mean, I'm, I'm coming out here, but I've been in the players, players position before, you know, and anything to help me bring down my cost at the end of the year to go to any world, you know, one nation has worlds in Nashville, Myrtle beach, Florida, Airliner. I mean, what if you go to all four of them? Would you rather me pay your birth to worlds, or if you come out and you win my tournament, you're getting X amount of money every time, and you can put that in the bank to go towards your worlds? I think you're going to take the later than the, the, the one before that. Okay, so oh, go ahead, Rip. No, I, I mean, it sounds awesome. I mean, the, the fact that you're willing to give back to the community in such a manner is, I mean, applaudable, but I mean, I. At the end of the day, like you said, if everyone is playing in, say, two worlds, I mean, what is paying for one of the two? And, yeah, I mean, 
long term, sure, short term that that helps, but long term, yeah, I mean, I think what you're doing is going to help the the community out a lot more. It's going to help the players because now you have the money going into their bank account that they can split up between the 15 to 20 players that are on their roster to make it easier for them. Amen. Okay. So this this question is going to be, I think, the best one for the people watching. Let's talk reclass. The process, the cutoff date, and how do people actually apply for reclass or get reclassed? All right. There, there is a reclass process. Um, the cutoff date is April 1st. Uh, to get reclassed, you go on to onenation.com. Under, under your, the players at the top, there's a player, player, player appeal form. You go through and you, you, you put in your player appeal form, and it gets submitted, and you are looking at a 21-day process you know, of your appeal going through, either getting accepted or denied. In some, in some cases, you might get denied quick, in other cases, it might go on and, you know, people are giving it thought and then it's going to come out. Either you're going to be appealed or denied. You know, there's there's a process that, that happens, uh, but it's one of those where it's going to take a while. You know, it's just not overnight. Right. Um, so has anybody already applied or been, uh, you know, denied yet, accepted? Has, has any of that happened yet? I think the player, the, there's, I, I, I have had one round of appeals that came through. Um, that whole round has already gone out to players. There were some denials inside there. Um, and, you know, there's, there's more that came out. There's more that got released to me, and I'm going to be going through them after we get off this this tonight. So I want, awesome. I'm, I'm wondering I if anybody in the a... chat is uh, has been denied or approved yet. I am curious for that one. Do they come down from a national level to you, and then you just relay them to us, or do you have a say in? I, I do. I do have. A, I do have a say. So there, there's a process of how they come in, how they go out, and um, if I have a say, there and and it actually states in in there. There's a player committee uh, that is in you know at the top, and if I have a say in it, it goes back to them. They do their review, and it comes back and. It, it's a approve or deny. You know, it, there's, I, I have a little bit of information about this process that I'd like people to know. So if you're a national bump team and you're going from E to D, if you're an E to D national bump team and you're, you're, you're moved up, it's very hard to get back down to that E level. You're, you're, a, you're bumped for a reason. There, there is a process for the players in there that should belong in E, they were on that national bump team. There, there's always going to be some players that are your role bench players. And those are the people that will have consideration to get bumped back down to E. They're, you know, the people that, as an umpire, and, I, and I've, wa I've witnessed this in a lot of your guys' games, I've seen you play. I, I've watched you play in... 90% of the games that are out there. You're, you're one of the better players on the team. If you're putting in an appeal, you're giving it to the wrong guy because I watched it. You know, and, and right. if you've, yeah. made, the, if you've yeah. made the finals and everything like that, hey, your team did well. You know, there's, what, what can I say? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to cheat another team 
so you can get back down to player. There's many players in this state that want to play at the level they believe they, they play at. But if you're the bump team, hey, there's a reason you're that bump team. You know, that's where you need to go up and, and try your luck. Well, my, my question is not going to be so much on the process of getting things done. But I know typically in the past, I think even this past year, it's normally December 15th is the uh, start of reclasses. And that kind of got delayed this year. Is that going to continue to be after a New Year's thing in the future? Is that a concern that some of these players, you know, are trying to build teams and now you're, you're on this side of the new year, you know, and the, you know, and trying to figure out if guys are getting reclassed or not, so on and so forth. Um, so is that going to be something that's going to continue or is it going to go back to being, you know, mid December in the future? What I can do is I don't know the answer to that. I can actually, when I go down, I, I I'm going to the convention I'm leaving Thursday afternoon, and we have a convention in Cleveland. It'll go from Thursday to Saturday. It's where I'm going to get a lot of my training um, for the computer side of it. I'm going to learn more about the director perspective, and I can ask that question. I, I will find out that question um, and, and get you an answer. I mean, hey, that's all you can do for us. I appreciate that, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy's for the people. I love it. So... <clears throat> Let's talk the 2022 Mojo. Your thoughts on it. Hold on. I'm going to jump back to the reclass real quick. Okay, go ahead. Um, there, there, is, there is one other one that's in here that I, I've learned. I'm, this was new to me. Um, and it's, it's a bylaw that's inside of the One Nation, one nation rules. And if a player, and I, I've had it happen a couple times so far this year, if a player is a C player, they're rated C, um, and they're putting in an appeal, in the bylaw, it states that you cannot go from a C player down to be a D player, so you're allowed to be a bump on any team. The, the highest you can reclass yeah, back from C is the D plus, dealing. Yeah. So it, it, that has come up. Um, I, I, I learned that within the past week. Uh, and I just want to throw it out there. So when people do put this in there, uh, and if they apply for an appeal from the C level, it, it really will only go to D plus. Okay, so, so my, my question on that is: in the past, you know, working on things and things of that nature, what if you have? I mean, this kind of affects if you're, say, a, a assistant coach or a manager that also puts themselves on a roster, and you know, say that runs its course and you're a, a bump from D to C, well, the team kind of folds and, you know, you're looking to start over and you're really a player on that team. Does that affect that person the same as it would a normal player? Is I mean, I understand the bylaws are the bylaws, but, I mean, there's everything's not in this world is not always black and white. Understandable, but that that is why I'm putting this out there. That happened this year. And I'm letting everybody know, <laughs> you know, it's, that that is the situation that actually. So, so, so I can't I can't get to D. <laughs> um, we can move you to B. I'm, hey, I'm down. I'll go hang out with Rippy <laughs> up there in A. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, I, 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 
I definitely wanted to put that out there. I mean, I, I, I learned that, and I, I want other people to know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so as a manager myself asking you as, a, you know, the director now, do you – should – in the future now, do you discourage player people that aren't really going to play – for putting themselves on a, a roster just to be on the roster? We'll go down. I think there's another question you asked, and I'll, I'll, I'll answer it there. Go ahead. Flip, continue on, sir. <laughs> no, I was just you, – you answered – well, you asked the same question I was going to ask because I was curious, you know, using me as an example, I got bumped to see what if I decided that I wanted to play again. You know, granted, I should be in the majors, but I'm, I'm not going to get there, so – no, it got it got answered. I, I appreciate that info. Um, no, I just I just wanted to talk the mojo with you. You know, clearly it's a it's always been a tournament that a lot of Michigan guys look forward to, being that it's kind of our kickoff. You know, we don't have tournaments before the mojo in Michigan, um, so we all look forward to going there. Um, I just wanted to kind of know, you know, your thoughts on it, and you know, what do you think about Michigan? Uh, will we have a good amount of teams to go? Things like that. I think I I think I looked up the. Let me let me look real quick. I just need to pull something up. Cat feels attacked in the chat. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> I got some. I got something for Cat. Yeah, how will that work with Sparchy submitting a one Yeah, let's say Jimmy. Jimmy said he's in his reclass. So I uh, I just. I just looked up our I just looked up our numbers going to the mojo and I think we're at 58 teams um, going from Michigan down there and all, all the divisions that we have. Um, I think we're going to be represented very well. Wow. Uh, do you have a, I mean, as you're looking up, do you have an idea of how many Michigan teams have already registered this for the 2022 season? Yes, I think I, I think I just looked at that, and we have 31 teams registered so far in the state of Michigan. Nice. Good. Do you have do you, do you know what we were at in 2021 and what you expect for 2022? I I do not. Uh, I actually can pull up 2021. Let me just click on something. back there now I love all this information we get for free one single sit down we get it out I like it takes me a minute to log in so oh, you're good. so while, while you're looking that up uh, I did get a message and a, a request from somebody um, for those of you in Michigan you might have known them uh, I know a lot of you guys did uh, Scott Showalter, uh, recently passed away. Um, it was over the weekend of the world's tournament. Um, on the mitten page, if you follow it, uh, they've posted his funeral arrangements. Uh, it's at the Charles R. Stepp Funeral Home, Saturday, January 22nd, 2022. Uh, the times will be from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. and the service will be at 3 p.m. Uh, and there will be a celebration of life following the service. Uh, and they will be giving us more details on it. Um, you know, prayers to the Showalter family, you know, Ryan playing through that, 
Uh, I know that probably wasn't easy for you, but you know you have a whole community behind you, and uh, our love and thoughts are with you guys, man. Sure. Well, I'm I'm looking, and I see, and I think I'm clicking. Where the hell did I go? Um, I see 98 teams that were registered in 2021. Wow, that's that's wow. impressive. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Is yes. that all tournament teams, or is that some leagues as well? Um, I I, I can I can't decipher that. I mean, I I, just oh, I, I wasn't in trying to work yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I, I I don't think, and from what I my information I'll give, I don't think league teams really had to register like that. So I I believe that was tournament teams. Oh wow, I mean that's a very impressive number then. Yeah, absolutely. But it, but I but I am not a hundred percent sure. Gotcha. So I know I know of one at least. Um, I am curious, and we all are curious about rule changes for uh, the twenty twenty two season. Are there big ones we should know about? Or is is there smaller ones that we might forget about? Or you know how how does that work? I have a few right here. I mean, I, I made sure I put them down for you guys, and I have to actually pull one up on my phone because I all I did was took a picture of it because I wasn't going to write it in here. All right. So the first the first one is the roster is going to go from twenty to twenty five. Um, going from twenty to twenty five is going to allow you to have a lot of players. Yeah. And how, how, how I would tell you, when you look at your players, I want everyone to have fun. But if you're a national bump team and you got 25 players on your roster, just beware that what people are going through right now, you might not get replaced. Yeah. So if you're if you're the non-player and you're sitting on the end of the bench on an E roster that is carrying 25, you might want to rethink to go start on another team if that team, you know, does get moved up. You're not playing on that team. You you're you might not be playing on a D team next year and you might not be used as a move the following year. Because it's not always guaranteed that you're right. gonna get reclassed. Oh. I mean, out of curiosity, what what was the uh, the idea behind expanding the rosters from twenty to twenty five? Do you know, or was that just a national? Uh, this, so this this was all put in when when I got put in place. I was put in a day after the national bumps got put through, and there during the during last year they send out you know a lot of teams you know because they listen to to players. It's it, it's a customer friendly association. So they're they're taking in information from from players, coaches, umpires, and they look through all the things that people would like to change. And one of the things they would like to change is have more people on the roster in case something happened. And this is what this is what came up. And you know this got this got approved. It it was put into a vote, and it it, it came into place. I guess I, as a manager, I, I look at it as you just stated. I, I see the. Uh the pluses of having the ability to have a little bit of a larger roster, but I also see uh, some of the headaches that could come from this as well. It, it, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a possibility, but I mean, this is, this will be the first year and you know, there's, it's either people are going to like it or people are going to stick with their, 
you know, whatever's mm-hmm. on the roster to make it make it have fun. Right. So, as as the new director, you know, your first year into it, uh, you know, you're you're taking over for Tony D, who all of us have been under. What? There's my rule changes. So oh, there's more. more. Oh, I forgot you had to pull it up. More? My apologies. My apologies. Go ahead. Oh, no. My bad. I, we we so had an awkward written. moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> so so lead, leading into it, there's there's a co-ed rule change that in, in co-ed you get you get a two D move or two two moves for male, two moves for female, and they changed it to now you get a total of three moves. So you could use all your moves on either women or male or or anything from there. You know, it goes from from two to two to three. Um, there's there's now you there's no more inning ending home run in E and D. Uh, it's only uh, it's only an out across the board. And as a coach, I mean, I'm pretty sure you you realize that when you invite players and and uh, they have to accept to get into your roster. Uh, in the past, I, I believe this is how this works. Is I'm I'm just learning um, that if a player is invited they don't accept but they come out and play i i believe and, and I, i'm thinking that your team was disqualified and you were found illegal now moving forward that player if they come out and play with you without hitting the accept they're just ineligible not eligible they get disqualified your team gets to replace and you get to keep playing so to if I'll use Flip's team for example, so if Flip has a player, one of his twenty-five roster spots. I'm going do for not, thirty. Do not, do not do not accept the the they're added to the roster, but they do not accept the roster spot. What happens if someone appeals that player? That player will be ejected, and they will be able to replace that player and keep playing. Now, if that player accepts the roster spot from that point, are they eligible to play? further into that tournament no it'll it'll they're they're going to be ejected they they're not illegal and then they'll come back the following tournament that they play gotcha. okay gotcha right now flip you can go on <laughs> my apologies for that we uh we just had silence so i thought it was my cue um you're good but yeah you know you're you're taking over for tony d a, a guy that you know since i've been involved he's been here I'm sure since a lot of us have been involved, he's been here. Uh, what's it like taking over for him, and what did he mean to Michigan softball's program? Taking over for Tony is definitely a difficult position because Tony meant a lot to, to Michigan softball. He was the face of Michigan softball for a long time. Uh, I fall into a good spot. One nation here in Michigan, uh, there's a great following. Um People want to play. Uh, people say that since I've been put in place, they're looking forward to playing. I I couldn't be happier to hear that from people. I'm I'm extremely happy. I mean, I've had so much, so many people reach out. It it it's heartwarming. You know, I I really feel it. So it's great. Um, Man of the people. Tony, Tony met Tony Tony meant a lot. Tony. Tony went from being the state director of U-Trip to losing a park to finding a place to play 
to taking over another another association, and he just kept going. He didn't he didn't stop, and he he had it going for a long time. I mean, so it, he he kept this thing going in Michigan, and when when Liberty closed, people thought it was over, and he just kept moving along. Yeah. So we'll give a. I mean, uh, from, oh, go ahead. I'll say, from my point of view, love or hate Tony, which I'm sure there's a lot of people in our community that either loved or hate the man. You couldn't help but respect what he meant and who he was to our community. So, right. as I'm sure Flip, you were about to give him a round of applause there. Absolutely. I mean, hats off. Congrats to Tony. Hopefully, he's happy and enjoys his golf game. Definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give him a round of applause now for Tony D. Like you said, man, love him or hate him, you got to respect what he did for the program, for sure. So, Jimmy, where do you see Michigan softball in five years? I believe softball depends on the players. And, you know, I've umpired, I can honestly say I've umpired for 16 years. Um, and I think in the state of Michigan, we, we have some of the best young talent around. And that, that young talent is going to keep softball going they're going to bring more youth into this sport and it's going to, that youth is going to allow some of the older guys to keep playing while these younger guys are playing around. And that, that's the way I see softball moving forward is the, the youth coming in and, and just making it happen. Good. So we're going to, we're going to take some questions from the chat. I know, uh, you know, before we do it, I do want to remind you guys, we are doing a giveaway on this stream um, we're going to give away, like yep. We're going to give away a prime threads buy-in option for you, courtesy of Jimmy Z himself. Uh, so if you haven't already like the stream, if you found it on a shared post, click the actual stream itself and click like to be entered. You'll automatically be in it. And, uh, we will do a random drawing at the end of the stream. Um, and if you have questions for Jimmy Z, he will answer them now. Um, so please I ask. The yes, exactly. G's going to get the first, but make sure you ask the question oh, in the chat and we'll bring them up and we'll get some answers for you. But but let G start it off with his question. So we talked about it earlier when we were talking about places to play in Michigan and we talked about Dearborn a lot. And I know my I might lag out a little bit here, but um, you played there. Um, give me Jimmy Z's number one food spot to hit during a long day of umping in Dearborn, Michigan. Ricky Sub Shop. Ricky, Ricky Sub Shop. There it is. Ricky Sub Never sub-shop. had it. I'm going to have to put it on the scale. Um, you're you're going to love it. You got – so what do I get when I go there? I get the, the, hand, the mushroom steak and cheese. So basically a Philly? And, and get the – and. Get the big one. I mean, it's it, it, it's going to be a monster sub. I'll have to take the mushrooms <laughs> off, but I'll replace it. <laughs> oh, you, you'll have, but you go there. There, there's plenty there. I mean, get what you want, but you'll you'll love the subs there. Perfect. Great, great spot. So, so questions are starting to come in from the chat, and this this is what I'm curious about. I don't know if you have the answer for it. Um, so, so last year, I'm I'm sure you know you're a member of the mitten page. I'm sure you've seen the the controversy and the uh, physical altercation that took place during a tournament that was recorded. Um, Nick Roberts wants to know if the Los Chilitos team is playing this year, the team that was involved in that, or that started it, I should say. That's the one down in Florida? 
I believe was I believe it was Florida. Or it might have been I, Ohio. I, I, I can't I, remember. No, well, no, it was Florida. It was. I believe I know the umpire that uh <laughs> that was on that field. But anyways, I I would not know. Um, okay. I I could find that answer out. Um, I I can ask ask around, but off the top of my head, that was before I even took over. So I I would not even know. Okay. Well, that's good information for us to have. Um, we'll find out for you, Nick. We'll do our best. Uh, a little digging. Yep. Alita wants to know, where will there be an E division opened up for new women's teams and bronze teams that want to come from NSA to One Nation? So will Michigan have E women's softball this year? So there, there is an E, e women's team registered in Michigan. Um, I've, I have seen it. Uh, I have not seen any players added to it yet. Um, I, I happen to look in there uh, just to give some information. If you're if you're in your player profile, um, your your face needs to be in there. You, you, that's how when people go to a tournament and they look to see who's on your roster, you need to have your profile in there visible. Um, so if it's not visible, please change it. Uh, if you need help changing it, reach out to me or reach out to the help desk. Um, we'll get it changed, but that definitely needs to be changed. Um, but there, there is a women's E program. Uh, I do know that one team is in it so far, and if other teams are interested and there's newer players looking to get in and they played bronze in, in women's for NSA, uh, just register for One Nation. Uh, what happens is the classifications come in. It goes to me. Uh, I actually do a lot of investigation into you uh, to see where you played. Uh, there, there's a there's a process going on about that, and then you get you get classified. And you know if you fall into that classification, you can form your E team. Okay. Okay. Uh, right, sounds like there's a whole process in place for it. All right. It sounds good. Yeah. Uh, another question. Uh, Chad wants to know what teams are you excited to see play this year, new or old, and who do you think is going to represent Michigan to the fullest? Oh, I, I just go off. I, I just know the teams that are that are from the past. You know, it's, I, I don't know any of the new teams. There's a lot of new team names out there um, that I that I recognize, and then there's some old ones. What teams am I excited to see? Anyone that comes to my tournament and says hi, I'm excited to see. Um, I, I really don't know. I, I believe, especially in E, with, with the teams that got bumped up, if you look at their winning percentage and who won tournaments last year, the three teams that got moved up took majority of the wins in the state of Michigan. So I think it's anybody's, it's open for, for teams to play. In the D division, it, it, it all depends who, who plays. I, I haven't seen – I've seen a couple new teams forming, um, but I, I until I start seeing rosters put on there, I really could not tell you. Okay. Um, Nick Myers wants to know if you're going to carry over Tony's other sanction equivalent ranking system. So how – you know, you joined One Nation, you pretty much got based off U-Trip. Do you see yourself doing the same thing or something similar? I, I do not do that. I do look at what you've played in other associations, but that does not necessarily um, mean that's where I'm going to put you. Uh, 
I've had a couple players that I do not know that have signed up. I've actually reached out to them through email and, and asked them a couple questions. I said, hey, I don't know what I'm rating you as yet. I'm asking you, you've never played any association. I couldn't find them anywhere. I've looked on their Facebook page, and it doesn't even show them playing softball, where you know that all of these softball players love putting pictures out there about them playing softball. Um, so I, I actually just reached out, and this guy said, hey, I play in leagues here. You can ask anybody at this complex, you know, how I play. And, you know, you, you do just look around at their friends, and you happen to be friends with a couple different people, and you send a message saying, hey, can you give me any information on this person? I've done it. There's, there's people out there that are probably watching this. Yes, I've, I've reached out to a couple of people asking, asking questions, not where do you think they should be rated? How is this guy played? You know, I, I just ask questions, and then I make my determination from there. Man of people. <clears throat> I like it. Um, we'll, we'll end it on uh, Josh Jackson's question about states and Flat Rock. He said he's heard the, uh, the date has changed. Can you confirm or deny that? Okay, I, I can... That I I believe I I I filled, I made out my schedule for for mine before One Nation brought out their national event. So their nationals are on the same weekend I made E and C states at Flat Rock. Um, I right now I changed uh, the C states. I made it a CD qualifier. I think that weekend. Uh, I was still going to leave it out there for, for teams to be able to play, but I did not change the E yet. Uh, the reason being, not all the E teams go down to nationals. And I'm waiting for to talk to more E managers to see what their plans are. Because it, 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 how much are they going to travel? How many teams are actually going to travel? Um, there is still, if you look on, on the schedule, there's an open state. And I put that on my roster when I talk to, to Cliff and them. What happens is that open state is for any team from any state at any division can come play in that state tournament to, to make up for a state that they did not play in. So it, it, it will, it, it, I call it a game changer. Say, say you didn't make it, you, you know, you're missing half your team for D state and you needed a state to play in. You come play in that state. That that earns you your, your spot to qualify. I, I, I'm still learning about what it takes to qualify for Worlds. So I, I don't have, I will have more information after next weekend. Next weekend is going to be my biggest learning experience when I go down and get a lot of information that I need. Um, I, did, I did just have something, but I, I can't remember. Uh, if, if, if E-States does get changed, it can get changed to any date through the year. I mean, I can, I can make E-States in April. I can make it in May. I can change it to anything. So we, we, we'll get it worked out. If, if, if teams can't make it and, and they, they're going to go to nationals, I am going to work with, with, the, with that. I'm going to make it work. Okay. That's a man of the people right there making sure. I like that, I like that open states idea, man, and that, that's a good way to – you know, entice other teams from out of state to come to Michigan to play because we have an open states that they can get to qualify for there. So that that's sweet. Um, right, and oh, go ahead. I, I just I just wanted to state like I, I if you look at my schedule, it's set up to play E D E D every every other weekend. It's a different division. 
but it's not limiting and this when I when I put it I'm not trying to limit how many tournaments that an E team plays in so if, if an E team is get uh, set up for or an E or a D team I, I'll, I'll put it out there E or D team is set up to be a one nation team only my whole plan is if the team wants to play and it's it's the weekend that they're off they can come play in the D tournament and if enough D tournament or if enough E teams play in that tournament I am going to give a discount and, and this is something that I'm, I'm thinking about if every every three teams that that play up in a tournament I will either raffle off one of them spots to be free nice. or I will give each team a hundred dollars off of their entry fee to that to playing up so I mean it, it, it'll be it'll be an incentive hey you know you're you don't have to you know not play and you know if you're not an, if you don't play in another association here's the chance for you to play it's going to cost you less money and you know you're going to get some swings and have a good time okay okay so in the past there's been situations where if you were a a lower level team playing in a division tournament higher they also got a bonus, like a multiplier on points. Is that something that you guys also offer, or is it just going to be strictly discount there's, on money? They, they, they. I, I'm just going to have to discount on money. There's, there's going to be no playing up for double points. Um, I believe that all associations kind of took that away because teams were manipulating the the association for points, um, where now you'll see a couple of, I think it's the super series NITs that I put in there. Those are going to be the double points um, that teams will get in. And how, how I put it out there is that that super series costs me more money to run, but you're still going to get it at the same price that you would pay for a qualifier. I'm not charging a team any more money to get in that. They're just going to pay and, they're going to get double points in that. If you remember back in the day, if you played in NIT, it cost you X amount of money. But if you played in a qualifier, it cost you less money. Well, this is just going to cost the same amount of money across the board, and I won't charge more. Okay. So, Rippy, uh, there's more questions coming in, but I, I wanted to cut it off at Josh's. Um, Rippy has sent over the likes. So... Now, with Jimmy Z, again, if you haven't entered a giveaway before, the way it works is if you've liked the stream, you're automatically entered. Um, we go back, we, we get the likes, we put you on a list, we'll randomize you a number, and then we'll draw a random number for you to win. Again, this week we're giving away, or this episode, I should say, uh, we're giving away your choice of the Prime Threads buy-in that we recently posted um, so without further ado, I will randomize this list. What? Well, how many we got? This this time we got ninety. Up eight hey. from uh, Tuesday. Hey, hey, up hey, eight. Hey. So Good round people. of applause for the people there. Appreciate you, you guys. Appreciate you guys. Um, so now what we do is uh we'll go to this screen. We'll click uh. We'll put in for the max number is ninety. So one of you will win a choice of prize here. We will generate. 
The number is 62. Number 62 is Daniel Crowley. Hey. Drop bombs for Daniel Crowley one time. Daniel, to claim your prize, shoot me a message, or you can message the Off the Bench page itself, and we will get that over to you. Um, Jimmy, uh, you know, on behalf of all of us, and, and I'll let these guys say it as well, man, we appreciate you for your time. Uh, you answered everything we had. Uh, you answered some from the people. And uh, we're, we're really excited to have you on board, man. That It's going to be good. I'm going to answer two more questions. I'm looking through, through okay. right here. Uh, man of the people. people. Man one, of the people. One, one will be for Bill Abode. Uh, yes, you can umpire for both. I won't care if you umpire for, for any association. Um, you're more than welcome. And then for me, you can play any association you want as a team. It's not going to it's not gonna bother me. I, I, I hope you're just being happy and playing you know you'll, you'll come and play any 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 association as long as you're playing softball we're having a good time yes 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 absolutely second one that, that one was for the teams so bill bill was asking for the umpires there's somebody that asked if you know if, if there will be any how, how you said you know any negativity towards a team that you know plays more U trip than One Nation. I I don't care. You know it it's not gonna it's not gonna bother me. I at the end of the day you're playing softball. You know you it, it's a recreation sport that you're paying to play. You know if it's my association, your association, it don't matter. Go have a good time wherever you want to play. I'm hoping it's mine. Don't get me wrong, but you know it, it is it is at the end of the day what makes you happy. Absolutely. So. Jimmy, you have been basically crowned our first guest, our first interview, um, and and this is for the for the uh, king seat portion of it. Um, before we let you go, maybe get your thoughts on what we're doing Tuesday. So if you haven't followed or you haven't paid attention, people in the chat, Tuesday is hot soup, and it will be our second episode. And this week we are bringing you a special guest by the name of Austin Dahl. Michigan's very own, and a boy Austin. Yes, sir, Jimmy. What do you what do you, what do you think? They think that's a good uh, a good interview. I, I I think it's a great interview. I actually umpired Austin Dahl when he won E Worlds at Liberty Park. Um, right. So, but I don't think he has his ring anymore, <laughs> according to you know watching it <laughs> on a street or whatever. But however it works, I I. I Really appreciative of Austin. Austin does a lot of great things for softball. You know, when it when it comes to you know supporting younger players and and doing what he does. Absolutely. Me and him, uh, we didn't see eye to eye for a while, but we're on pretty good terms now. So I will say I am looking forward to that. Yeah, me me and him are good now, man. We went back and forth. He he punted his ring. I punted his cookies. I think we're kind of matched up now pretty evenly. <laughs> um. So yeah, it is. It's gonna be fun, man. Uh, Jimmy, we thank you for your time. Uh, it, it's been fun, man. It's good getting the info that we did. Um, again to the chat, please look out for the stream on Tuesday. We'll be back here live at eight p.m. Only on our channel for any playback video you want to catch. Uh, you can catch it on our YouTube at Off the Bench. Uh, the link will be posted. It's on our page. Follow us. Uh, like this stream, like our page, 
Uh, subscribe to our YouTube. Again, we get better as you guys help us grow. That's the only way that we can continue doing what we do and doing the giveaways. Yeah, and giving you the insight. Um, we, we need your help, man, and, and that's how we're going to get it. We also created a Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Off The Bench Live. You'll get notifications every time we go live, um, and we'll be posting stuff on there as well. Um, so until Tuesday, man, see you guys later. Appreciate you guys chiming in. We'll see you soon. Yes, sir. I think uh, I have a – will we not uh, be doing a couple games this weekend, Flip? Uh, that's up in the air right now. The majors is this weekend in Myrtle Beach. Um, we're going to kind of work yeah. out the schedule. Majors, we'll, keep it, we'll keep you in the loop and let yeah. you know we'll be live broadcasting some of those games this coming up weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll look at it. We'll see how it works, and then we'll kind of go from there. So uh, if you get a notif- if, if you like the page, you'll get the notification of us going live. We'll see you guys next time.